Hey there, and welcome to episode 39 of Cast Reflects. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. <laughs> you right? Yeah. Do you want me to add that in? What's the, the sound edit? effect? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I'll make loads of noises through this one that you can no, edit in. No, no thanks. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. How are you doing, mate? You okay? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I um, played my first ever game of Dungeons and Dragons yesterday. Oh, did you? Well, I was about, just about to ask you what you've been playing. So, excellent. Yeah, nothing. not many new games at the moment. I've been playing a bit more Rocket League. But um, yeah. yeah, I played Dungeons and Dragons. D&D, I made, mate. made myself a character. Yeah, um, go on then. What's your character called? I'm a tiefling. A tiefling? Uh, yeah, it's called Luke. Ah, okay. Um, and yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a little picture. I'll let you look at the picture, and you can describe what what my character looks like to you. Okay. Okay. Just send you it on WhatsApp there. Let's have a look. <laughs> he's just like a little. He's kind of like a dwarf, but. More, no, he's meant to be more much more demonic. Like, yeah, he looks like a cartoon version of like a Diablo boss or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that he's a half half human, half demon. Half human, half. He's got his little fists up and everything. Yeah, he's ready for action, mate. I don't take no nonsense. They are. Yeah, there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't take no nonsense. Uh, did spend most of the time in the campaign. In the bar, uh, in a bar fight. So in a bar fight, nice. Yeah. Did you win? Yeah. Did you win the bar fight? Yeah, I killed a man. You killed a man. I killed a man. I killed a man. <laughs> I, killed a man. <laughs> I killed a man. What? Just an <clears throat> innocent bystander, or was he? Was he no, part he of the gobshite, mate? He, we went there on a mission. We had to go and find out. Um, you know, sweet talker guy who's a victim of a, of a beast attack, but. He basically turned to the booze because yeah, he was hideously disfigured by this beast and stuff. So right, we went in. It sounds we, like a Witcher side quest. Yeah, it, it really was, really was. Um, went in, you know, sweet talked him a bit, bought in some beers, some nice cinnamon ale, and uh, got some information out of him about the, where the beast located. Right, right. On the way out the door, out of nowhere, this absolute Burke stands up, gives <laughs> it the picket. <laughs> Oh, you think you're hard, do you? You think you can go take down that beast? Uh, so my response was to hit him in the nuts with my staff. Right, okay. And that started a bar fight. Um, <laughs> and, it, you know, it was just a little bit of fisty cuffs. No one was taking any damage or anything. And then he hit me in the head with a bar stool and Ooh. did old four points of life damage on me. So I used, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically what, Emperor Palpatine does to Mace Windu when he electrocutes him and he's like, ultimate power. Well, like force lightning, basically. Yeah, like I force lightninged him in the pub and just didn't <laughs> stop until he fried. Oh my God. That's <laughs> disgusting, mate. That's absolutely brutal. And then went and killed the beast, so. Oh, you did, I was going to say, you did, uh, you did uh, complete your assignment as well. Yeah, only just. I, I took a bit of a pasting from the beast. Who Maybe my playing? antics Who in the play? pub didn't. <laughs> yeah, probably those four points of health could have. Uh, <laughs> they could. Helped. I could have used them with the beast. You could have turned the other cheek, mate, and been like, "Look, I know you just hit me there for the bar still, but I'm going to leave it." No chance. I'm going to leave it. Nah, force lightning him to death. Force lightning to death. Who played? Uh, me and my sister. Oh, nice, nice. So, who was dungeon master? Was uh, it? 
brother-in-law Jim, so right. he okay. had uh, yeah built the campaign out himself. He's been oh, wicked. doing like classes, I think, to learn how to do it. Oh, mate, that's well cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Really. Fun. So you're gonna you're gonna continue with that character? I think so. He's a bit oh, of a dick. Yeah. Sets nice. fire to a lot of stuff. Why? Well, I tried to get information from a dwarf at the at the place that we were sleeping at, like the hostel, and um, and he didn't give me any information. So I set fire to his dice that he was gambling with. <laughs> Just a little tiny fire. Yeah. <laughs> like I set fire to your dice. Yeah. Little evil, little evil. And critter. I set fire to some pelts in the trappers' guild. So you're an arsonist, basically. Distractionist is actually probably a bit, yeah, yeah, good at causing distractions. With fire. Mostly. I feel like if you keep using fire, though, people would just be like, it's that matey again. Yeah, wow, joke's name, because I've got cold touch as well, and force lightning, so joke's name. (laughs) Magic user, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice. Oh, that's wicked, man. I'd I'd love to play D&D one day, just to give it a good go, you know, like have a proper... Have a proper good crack at it for a few hours with with some friends and see see if yeah. I'm into it. It's it's quite. I found it a little bit tough to get into at first because it's really hard to like imagine the the whole universe that you're in and like the world yeah. that you're in. Like and like obviously the dungeon master can describe the settings and the scenario and stuff, but there's still so yeah. much you need to fill in. But then after a while, you've just sort of pieced all that together in your head and you've you know, just got a picture of where you are. Yeah. 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 I suppose that's their job, isn't it? To make make it feel like a, you know, like a real world that you can imagine, like a book, effectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that, mate. I love that. But other than that, you've just been playing a bit of Rocket League. Grinding out a bit of Rocket League, yeah. Yeah. We had a few games, didn't we, the other day? We got our rank. Diamond 2, somehow. Somehow. No, it was Diamond 3, wasn't it? I was hoping we'd be a bit lower than that. It was Diamond 3, Div 2. That's a joke. I can't believe we got that. Yeah, I thought we should be at least getting platinum. We're just gonna be right in the thick of it again straight away. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. We'll see. We'll see how we get on. You never know. Champ may be calling again, but we'll see. Mm. I've finished Cyberpunk. Is it? I finished Cyberpunk and I finished Alan Wake too. Ooh, and they're both excellent, excellent games. Perfect um, timing. Yeah, I'm really happy that Cyberpunk. Is as good as people said it was. You know what mm. I mean? It's really, really good. I did only, I, I say it only, I played it probably for about 50 hours. So I did quite a lot of side stuff. Um, most of the main missions. And then obviously the final mission. There's like seven endings or something. And I think I got quite a good one uh, without spoiling anything. But I'm tempted to go back and like just try the other endings. Yeah. And see like how bad they are, how good they are, and but yeah, no, it's, it's really good, man. It's really good. The last boss is fucking well hard, though. I don't know if I was, I don't think I was under leveled, but maybe I just didn't have the right weapons. But it was tough. It took me a good few goes to do it. Yeah. Overall, though, it's amazing. I really would recommend it to anyone that's not played it. I know I've said that a few times now, but it's so so good. Probably the best open world game I've played in a long time. Definitely the best open world. To like existing, yeah. I played in a long, long time. It's so good, and Alan Wake Two is just yeah, it's just phenomenal. It's absolutely bonkers. I've had to watch a couple of videos on how to like the story explained. Yeah, because <laughs> right. it's just like 
by the end, like I thought I was kind of understanding what was going on. And then the last hour and a half, probably two hours, it just goes, there's this one bit and you're just like, oh, right. right. Okay. That's just, that's thrown everything out the window that I thought was like threading the narrative together. But I watched a couple of videos on it because I'm a dumbass and it makes more sense now. And I'm excited to see what they do with the DLC because they're going to release story DLC as well like they did with the first game. Mm. Very, very good game. Highly recommend. Anyway, it's the Video Game Awards preview episode. It is. Uh, They are coming this Thursday. And this episode will drop on Thursday as well. I'm going to do it a day earlier so people don't go, oh... When we get all the predictions right, obviously, oh, people, people don't go, oh, they cheated, they were recorded and we the are day after. Notoriously, always get them right. So. Exactly. So I thought, you know, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt this time. We'll record it and release it earlier so that they're locked in. Today is Monday, the 4th of December, while we, whilst we record this. So no possible way of us knowing. So don't hate, you know, when we get them all right again. Okay. going to do a little dub. A little voiceover and change your <laughs> you leave my, you leave mine wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just absolutely rip it up in post. <laughs> I'll do like Connor only did three predictions. Josh did ten, and they all <laughs> and they were right. all right. Yeah, madness. But yeah, it's gonna be exciting, man. Um, they always put a good show on. They always announce new stuff as well. It's mm-hmm. kind of become this thing now where they do big announcements as well as the awards i think it's like four hours the ceremony like overall three and a half hours four hours it's a shame it's at like midnight in the uk because it basically means that we'll wake up on friday and it'll be like ah oh, this got announced this got announced yeah. that one game of the year you don't um, get to see it live nah don't get to see it live but at least it kind of we've just got it to all like look at and digest and watch over the highlights and stuff like that but I thought we could do some categories. We can just predict the winners of some categories. Yeah. Not all of them, again, because there's loads, but I've put one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories in there. And then we've got three predictions each about what might get announced as well. So, are you ready to begin? I am ready. He is ready. ready. He is ready to begin. So we'll start with we'll start with best narrative. We'll leave okay. game of the year to the end. Okay. So, best narrative was Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. What do you think is going to win that? Now, I should, sorry, I should say really quickly, obviously we haven't played all these games. Yep. So a lot of this... Any of those games. A lot of this is based on hunches and just general discourse around the game. <laughs> yeah, but it makes for a fun episode, doesn't it? So, <laughs> and you're going to change the answers in post. So. Exactly, so it won't matter anyway. I feel my hunch, my gut feeling is this might go to Alan Wake too. Yeah, I agree. I think out of that lineup, it's probably based on the fact that I've not played any of them. It's probably got the strongest narrative. It's based a lot around the narrative. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And that's like where a lot of the game's strengths come from. So my gut feeling is that I think we'll see Alan Wake 2 take best narrative. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Again, Final Fantasy 16's got a good story in it. It's it's a good story. It's not it's not a great story. 
Alan Wake 2, I think, just really pushes the boundaries, I think, with its narrative and its storytelling and its its interconnected story as well. Like, it is literally about a book. <laughs> like, mm. But I would say that is probably the favourite, personally. Again, I've not played Baldur's Gate 3. I've heard very good things about his story. Spider-Man 2, I don't want to... So I've installed it, but I haven't played it yet. I don't want to like disparage it before I've even played it, but it feels to me like Spider-Man 2's narrative's not gonna, not gonna be as intricate and competent maybe as Alan Wake 2. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Like the Miles Morales one, it's it was fine. It was a good story, good enough story. But it's, it's a superhero story. It, it, yeah, exactly. That's what exactly what I was about to say. It's, it's, the it's good a superhero formula. Yeah, and I don't yeah. see that. Unless Spider-Man 2 does something absolutely crazy and goes down some, like, you know, dark noir route yeah, uh, yeah. halfway through and really spins spins it on its head, I, I don't think we're going to see a better narrative. No. No, I agree. I agree. Well, we unanimously agree that best narrative is going to go to Alan Wake 2, so we'll see what happens with that one. Lock it in. Next one, best art direction. Mm. So we've got Alan Wake 2 again, Hi-Fi Rush. Liza P, Super Mario Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. So I have picked Liza P for this. I yep. think Liza P is going to win Best Art Direction. And this is probably the only category where I've played all of the games as well. So I can say with confidence <laughs> that Liza P will get this. I do think that Hi-Fi Rush has got a shout in this as well, though. Okay. Because it's just so good looking and a lot of the game is based around the visual element as well as the sound element of that game so yeah outside chance but i'm gonna go liza p personally i would like to see liza p take it um i think they've got a little bit of the underdog about them as yeah. well in this lineup i can actually see this going to alan wake 2 as well to be honest yeah yeah i can see that i can see that it's it's just that I mean they're all stunning games like in their mm. own right and I love that they've got such a varied they've got a lot of a, a variety of art styles in there yeah. as well do you know what I mean like Tears of the Kingdom's got a very distinctive color palette and like that sort of Breath of the Wild it's almost like half cell shaded isn't it Life of Rush is cell shaded Super Mario's like just mad <laughs> exaggerated mm. art style and then I guess Liza P and Alan Wake two got more traditional photorealistic but yeah but even Liza P isn't sort of photorealistic it's got like nah I don't know it's got very unique yeah it's got a unique uh, direction to it yeah I just think the aesthetic of Liza P is what might see it over the finish line yeah because it's got I want it's, Liza it's, P all, it's, all, it. it's, it's all it's all made up if you know what I mean obviously it's inspired by history and um, okay. you know yeah like those those kind of aesthetics but i think it it makes it its own thing and i i, I think it will get it for those reasons but okay we'll see so you're going alan wake 2 yeah i want liza p to get it but i think it'll go to alan wake 2 again okie dokie right next one we got is best score and music uh alan wake 2 again uh mm-hmm. Baldur's gate 3 final fantasy 16 Hi-Fi Rush and Tears of the Kingdom. 
Um, I have a strong favourite for this, though I love the music in Alamite 2. I think the audio design's better, but we're going to get on to that. Final Fantasy 16 has got an amazing score. Yeah, it's it a Final Fantasy game, isn't it? Like they've they always, always got good do. music in. Baldur's Gate Three, I've not played. Hi-Fi Rush, obviously, the whole game is based around that. But I think if Tears of the Kingdom doesn't get the best score, yeah. I'll be very, very surprised. I agree. I, I think it would go Final Fantasy coming in second, but Tears of the Kingdom taking the score of music there. Yes, yeah. that's, that's my gut feeling on it. And they're but they're both like such titans in the music, yeah. The music in the video game, for, yeah, yeah, video yeah. Game soundtrack category, yeah. It's a tough year if you're going up against Zelda and Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Because they don't they don't come out very often those games, do they? They, and they come always out like every six smash the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. To, to my so to my mind, like non non bias aside, but I think Zelda's got the best video game music ever in it i think as a variety and how iconic the theme tunes are i can't think of anything that i don't know final fantasy 7 maybe or like you know Super fifa mario <laughs> fifa <laughs> fifa soundtrack <laughs> the new Foles song or whatever um <laughs> god those soundtracks are woeful aren't they we're getting bogged down in fifa <laughs> it's not even in the nominations <laughs> But you know, like Alan Wake 2's soundtrack's cool, but I d- yeah. I don't remember it having that much music in it, really. Like it's it's a bit like Dead Space. The Dead Space is like it's just suspense music where it's like just a violin like and that's kind of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to do Alan Wake 2 down because I love it, but I think as an overall work of art, like Zelda's gotta take that for me. It's got to take that for me. Nice. Well, staying on the audio theme, next one we got is best audio design. Yeah. Alan Wake 2 again. Yep. Dead Space. Yeah. Hi Fi Rush. Marvel Spider Man 2 and Resident Evil 4. That's a tough one. That I is a think. Tough one. I, I think. I'm just going to slap it out there. Dead Space is taking this. Dear. Yeah. Why is that? I just, just think it's, it's got amazing audio design. Yeah. It's. It's also like such a, I don't know, it's just such a strong contender in there. Like the others have, have all got, they've all shown up somewhere else, really. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I get you, I get you. It's, I, I don't know if it's nominated for any others, but I, I, yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it is amazing. The atmosphere that, you know, that's created in it and the sound of the weapons as well and things yeah. like that are really, really good. And like when like, you go really out good. and, there's no air and there's no like yeah. and you get out of the little oxygen zone yeah into like into space yeah 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 basically <laughs> yeah, that's the one that you're thinking of wasn't it that's space. the word into the no oxygen zone into the great beyond <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i see that i totally see that <laughs> no like you said <laughs> everything off of the off of planet earth yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've seen the new game by uh, ea motive uh Dead no oxygen zone too. Dead no oxygen zone. <laughs> Although you say that, I my hunch is that Hi-Fi Rush is going to get it. But but basically because the game is designed around its audio and yeah. the soundtrack, yeah. I think it would be harsh 
to not give that game one of those two. And I think they'll give it to audio design personally. Saying that, like Alan Wake 2 is fucking phenomenal. Like it's so creepy and it's so good in its audio design. Especially when it gets like really trippy, like in the dark place and stuff like that. And if you're wearing 3D headphones, it's like crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah. So you're going Dead Space, are you? I am going Dead Space. We're split, okay. split decision on that one. All right, I'm going to stick Hi-Fi Rush. Right, next one, we got Best Performance. So we have Ben Starr, Final Fantasy sixteen, Cameron Monaghan, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Idris Elba, Cyberpunk, Melanie Libbard, Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn, Baldur's Gate 3, and Yuri Lowenthal, Marvel Spider-Man 2. So I wasn't going to put this category in, but I thought mm-hmm. it'd be nice to have one with it's like an actual tough one for me because I've not played them. Yeah, yeah, and I did think about that when I put it in, but I thought, fuck it, you can fuck watch it. the trailers. I don't care about Connor, so. <laughs> He's not... <laughs> to be honest, if you want a point, you can just copy mine. <laughs> nah, but well, I've only well, no, I've, I've... if anything, I'm going for a different one. Then it just makes it like a bit more. Ooh. I've only played three, three of those. Yeah, at the, at this current time. I mean, I've already decided which one I'm picking anyway. Nice. Just based well, on gut feeling alone. I'm going to go for Ben Starr in Final oh, Fantasy XVI. Final Fantasy Ben Starr. Yeah, because okay. he's really, really good in that. He's got yeah. a really good voice. And I think it's just a lot of dialogue as well in that game, like a lot of dialogue yeah. and a lot of different um, like emotions that he's conveying in it. And he does a fucking banging job. Actually, all the voice actors in Final Fantasy sixteen are really good, considering it's a, a, a Japanese-developed game. They quite often don't get decent localization on their um like english speaking characters but yeah he's really good in it and i'm gonna go for that okay what i'm just gonna stick my stake in the ground on idris elba you're gonna go for it are you i'm just gonna go for idris cyberpunk phantom liberty a seasoned actor oh, sweeping yeah, up big time coming in <laughs> sweep sweeping up the old best performance uh video game award and then just leaving. Is that his first video game, do you think? Is that his first video game, do you reckon? I don't think he's been in any other games. Wasn't he in, like, Call of Duty or something? I swear they got they went for a stage of getting, like, real actors in Call of Duty, didn't they? They got the they did, that, is to be fair, that yeah. plays um, Jon Snow, didn't they? I can't remember his name. He was in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. What else? What, what other actors been in that? We're going to get right bogged down there. We are getting really bogged down in there. Um, I don't think he's done any, but no, I don't think he has. No, nah. doesn't look like it. Well, don't don't look like it. He might he might win his first one. You never know. He might. Right, next one and final one we got is the controversial one. Best, oh, best independent, independent game. game. Yeah, right. So we had Cocoon, mm-hmm. Dave the Diver, mm-hmm. Dredge, mm-hmm. Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Viewfinder. Now. <laughs> I think Dave the Diver's going to win it. So do I. <laughs> and taking it completely out of context, because I know we spoke about it a couple of episodes ago, if it's based purely on the fact that that game is been nominated for that category, I think it's going to win it because I think it's, I, I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, I is. think it's genuinely like one of the best games easily that I've played this year. Yeah. Like easily. I've not played Cocoon or Dredge or Viewfinder. Though 
They well, Cocoon and Dredge are both on my list. I've not played Viewfinder yet. Sea of Stars is good, yeah. but I just my hunch is that Dave the Diver is going to win it. I'd be very surprised if Dave the Diver doesn't win that. Yeah, I've done Cocoon, Dave, Dredge, and Sea of Stars, and I also think Dave the Diver is going to take it. This is where you're. This is where you're coming in. This is where I'm coming. I mean, don't get me wrong. Cocoon is absolutely beautiful. Absolutely, like, incredibly designed game. Um, Dredge is phenomenal as well. I really, really enjoyed playing Dredge. Well, they're both in quite a good mix of relax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this Dave the Diver was just so good. It was just so good. It's fucking brilliant. It is fucking brilliant. It's top five this year for me, easy, I'd say. Yeah, I think it would be my game of the year this year. Really? Yeah, it would be, yeah. Well, speaking of, last category. I said the independent one was the last category. It's not. We haven't even done game of the year yet. Yeah. The big one. What do we think is going to win game of the year? So we had Alan Wake 2, again, Baldur's Gate 3, Resident Evil 4, Tears of the Kingdom, and what was the other one? Legend of Zelda, um, Tears Done of the Kingdom. That. Oh, sorry, Super Mario Bros. Wonder and Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, yeah. Yeah. I still don't know what my personal choice is this year yet. I'm, I have a toss-up between Tears of the Kingdom and Alan Wake 2 at the moment. Okay. My hunch is that Baldur's Gate 3 is going to get it. I think the same. A, because it's supposed to be fucking amazing, and B, because it's not in the best independent game category, which I think they've done specifically for that reason. Yeah, but it should have both. I, 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 it should have both. I, I completely agree. But they haven't, they haven't put it in the nominations for best independent game, which is fucking crazy. Because if it wins game of the year, then surely by default it should win best independent game of the year <laughs> because it is independently developed and published. But it's, they've not it, done that. It's also the only game in quite a while that's actually sort of disrupted the industry. Yeah. When it came yeah. out, everyone there was like people were up in arms about how much effort and perf- like perfection went into building that game. Yeah. And they were just like, it's unrealistic to expect this of other developers and all of that sort of stuff came yeah. out. Yeah. And it's like, mate, it's fucking made independently. Like, yeah. you can all do this if you like. Not all of you, but a lot of you can do this. Like, you don't have to go with a publisher all the time. Because that was sort of just kickstarted, wasn't it, a lot of it? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going gonna, is gonna to take game of the year. Yeah, I, I would be, be very shocked. It. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be very shocked if it doesn't win game of the year. But you look like, looking at those in there, you know, again, I've not played Spider-Man 2 yet, but... It's up for a few awards. You know it's going to be a very good game. Alan Wake 2, again, amazing. Fucking Resident Evil 4 was so good as well. Mario Wonder, phenomenal. Tears the Kingdom. Like, it's it's hard, man. It is hard. It's hard. Like, it wouldn't... There's it, some big hitters in there, aren't there? I would be shocked if Baldur's Gate 3 didn't get it for the things we've discussed, but it it, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess is what I'm saying, if, if Zelda got it or Alan Wake 2 got it. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. they're they're all so good. Well, there we go. There we've predicted our awards. Locked in. Locked them in. And now we're going to do our three. We got three ceremony predictions each. So yeah. ceremony predictions. You know what I mean? Like announcement predictions. Yeah, I'm worried about mine already now. 
<laughs> As it cre- creeps closer to the time, seeds of doubt start sprouting. Start to sprout. Seeds of doubt start to sprout. Well, do you want to go first? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go first. And I'm going to say that we're going to get a little update on Elden Ring DLC Shadow of the Earth Tree. Okay, cool. Maybe a little teaser, maybe in a date that it's going to drop or something like that. Okay, so that was my first one as well. Okay, we've gone down so the same. Yeah, Elden Ring DLC gets a trailer and release window. Oh, very nice. Okay, so we so, both locked in the same. We don't do yeah. that often. I don't think if we no, we did one, didn't we? I think it was Half Life mm. Three. Yeah, but, which was mad that that was the one yeah, that we got the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just never going to happen. Um, yeah, I think it's time that they show this. It was, I think it was announced last year, this about this time last year that they were working on it. Yeah, because it would have been about 10, 11 months after the game dropped. They announced uh, Armour Core at the last one. Or they did. And I yeah. don't know if they announced Elden Ring actually at Game Awards or whether it was, might have been E3 actually. But I think it's time. They like yeah. a, they like a, winter release as well from software they quite often release their games january february uh the dlc i think for what's the last game they put out not Sekiro. i think bloodborne's dlc came out in the winter dark souls 3 came out in the winter time as well february march that sort of era mm. i think it's time it's time bum, ba, bum, take us <laughs> i mean I take, they take as long as they need because oh yeah just know you know from software DLC as well is that you're basically getting like a, like a new game. <laughs> gonna be you're just fantastic. getting a new game. I think I was really pissed on Saturday night for Angel's Leaving Thing trying to explain the story of like Bloodborne's DLC to Angel yeah. when I was really drunk. I bet she was just like, what are you going on about, mate? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned Bloodborne, actually. Oh, is this number two for you? <laughs> Number two, yeah. I've jumped in the queue, but listen to me. As I Bloodborne, <laughs> Bloodborne remake, okay, gets announced. Yeah, by the uh, it's, it's developed by, by Blue Point team over at Blue Point. Yeah, and that's it. I'm not going to do a release window, but yeah. I'm saying it's get it's happening. Why okay. have they not? Why have they not ported? Like, why have they not? It's only from software game that doesn't have a sixty FPS patch. Why is that? Do you think? Why is that? Because they're doing a fucking remake, mate. That's why. Yeah, they don't. Demon Souls 60. came out two, three years ago now. Two years ago, three years ago. It's time. It's time, mate. Drop that trailer. I would Drop love trailer, to see baby. that. I would love to see it. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'd be very giddy if they announced that. It's a long shot. But that is the longest shot I've taken out of these three predictions. Oh, but imagine I'm if ready. Bloodborne looked as good as Demon Souls does. <laughs> oh my god, man! It oh, would be fun. Sixty frames as well. Yes, please. Let's 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 fucking get it. Let's get it. Right, what um, you got for number two? So my number two is I think we're gonna get a little sneak peek into Hades two. Nice. I think they could nice. uh, give us a little bit of gameplay. Uh, introduce us to a few characters, that sort of thing. Yeah, nice. Um, it's in the section for like most anticipated games as well. It is, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I think maybe we could see a little bit of, of Hades too. Awesome. Did you enjoy the first one? I did. I really liked it. The yeah. the voice uh like the voice work on it is incredible. I've never played a game where I went so long without having like a repeated line. Yeah, especially for a roguelike as well. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Like they put so much effort into the dialogue, haven't they? It's crazy. Like the scripts and stuff like that. Yeah, and I really liked the mechanics. I thought it just worked really well. I think it's I have a bit of a love hate relationship with roguelikes. They're I either really enjoy them or I just get bored really quickly with them. Mm. Like I, the loop gets me or it doesn't. Like I try, yeah. I've tried Dead Cells three times now and I just can't. Like the gameplay is really good in it. It feels yeah. really good to play, but it just, I don't know. I just get a bit, oh, fucking try hell. Try Peglin, mate. Try Peglin. I'm at, the, I'm at the, I do need to try that. I do need to try that. But I just get a bit like, oh, I'm here again, aren't I? And the, but Hades was the one that really clicked with clicked, me. And yeah. admittedly, I played it over lockdown. But I don't know whether it was the the mechanics or the perspective, maybe, but it was just so good. And like you said, with the voice acting and the dialogue, it never felt repetitive, even <laughs> though it was, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. Love that. Right. My third and final one is that we're going to get a Is this new... a long shot? Nah, not really. This is probably my safest one. Okay. Um, But... I think we're going to get a new trailer for Star Wars Outlaws. Oh, what's going on today, <laughs> mate? Our brains are going uh, going in sync. We're riding on the same train track. Oh, you got this as well as your third? It's similar. It's not this. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I just think it's time, isn't it? Time we get, get a new trailer. They've said it's... Have they said it's out next year? I think they might have done, yeah. When it got announced at the uh, Summer Game Fest, but... yeah. Yeah, I think they might show a little bit more gameplay. Maybe get a release window for it as well. I'm going to say maybe, just to not skimp myself out of half a point <laughs> yeah. on uh, formalities. But yeah, I think new trailer, Star Wars Outlaws. More Very gameplay. Nice. See, what, nice. see what we get. Okay. Go on then. This is definitely a long shot. <laughs> okay. So what what made me think down this line originally was i re- i read an article about creative assembly uh have said that they're working on a new game on a really big ip oh i can see where this is going so i think we're going to see a star wars rts announced oh mate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that would be fucking awesome <laughs> it's that definitely a long shot well. that is a long <laughs> shot but but i would love to see that it adds up, though. It adds up. Yeah. Big IP equals Star Wars. Creative Assembly. Bang. RTS, RTS. Bangers. Get it done. That is that. Synergy. If that gets announced, I'm going to give you two points for that. Oh, I would love that. So you've got a chance to beat me. Oh, well, you can still beat me anyway, but... I, I could beat you without it. It's yeah. Only, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's because we've hit the same first one. I'll just assume we bit the other two as well. <laughs> it's like, oh, fucking idiot. No, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. I think we're long overdue a Star Wars real-time strategy. Yeah. Just more real-time strategies, please. It's not Let's enough. It's not enough. Get, get them in. Well, there you go. There's our three predictions. There's our seven award predictions locked in for the next episode. Let's see how we do. Exactly, yeah. 
next week will be the uh review episode we'll go through the predictions and everything and then um give ourselves a little score have a little chat about it and see if there were deserved or undeserved winners right reflect selects this week december's hard it's hard for yeah. video games well we knew that um, last week especially when we picked some already for our december look ahead but i found a little gem coming out on the 13th of december on pc only and it's called pioneers of pagonia mm. so this is developed by envision entertainment um and the I think the creative director is this chap called Volker Vertich, who sounds very German. But he was a creative director for the original Settlers game. Oh, uh, cool. So in Vision have done Path of War and the Command and Conquer Tiberium Alliance, I think, which is like a mobile RTS. Yeah. Not the like tower defense one. The, I think it was a bit more of an RTS. And it looks quite similar uh, to Settlers. So they're obviously like very well versed in the yeah, strategy yeah. slash building sim genre. It just looks really nice, mate. It looks quite chill. It's like a pleasant, like little colourful art style and kind of remi- reminds me a lot of Lionhead games, you know, like black it and white. It looks very cosy as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just looks quite chill. Just like a nice little, nice little city builder, which we both love. Yeah, I do love that. Yeah, I did think it looked up my street when, uh, when I watched the yeah. trailer earlier. Yeah, it looks like a nice little cosy winter game just to play. Yeah, it's good time time of year for those sorts of games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate, exactly. But yeah, in a in a month where traditionally not a lot of games come out, this one looks like a nice little gem. Uh, that's Pioneers of Pagonia on the 13th of December, PC only. Very nice. What you got coming out this week, mate? It's going to be episode seven of A Way Out, In it. Here we go. We're getting to the end. We're, We're getting the towards the end, and this one is uh, the hospital was a mistake. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so it was. Post- we said it was before we went there. It was a disaster. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Two fugitives on the mm, run. Actually, though, like now that we've completed it, and spoiler warning for anyone that's not played a way out, stop now. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Maybe because he, cause he's a copy, he was just like not asked. He was like, oh, I don't care, I need to go and see my wife. Because the risks aren't... Oh, shit, that's definitely what it is, isn't it? Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know why that's just fucking twigged in my head. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he's not asked. He's just like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Cause but surely he knows the risk more. Or as well, a, like, he should, he should know. But he knows if he doesn't get caught, if he gets caught, it just doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, but then the whole, the, the whole... The whole mission's blown. Well, yeah, there is they that. can't just let him back out. He can't break out of prison again. He has to go through it all. And then they put him in cells next to each other again. <laughs> They'd be like, this, you could never believe this, mate. <laughs> next to each but other again after any, what we they, did. They've put us back in the same cell. I can still pull the toilet away. They didn't even do the toilet up. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Nice. We're getting to the end of that. It's good. It's a good. It's, so for any, like, coming back in. No spoilers from now on, but it's if you've not played it, it's genuinely the story is really good in it, and oh, it's what wicked. a perfect way to watch it than watch it on uh, Con's channel on Loot the Truth on YouTube. That's out this weekend, right? Socials, hey there, reflect Instagram, Twitter, pop us an email if you want a little question read out. Other than that, that'll do us for this week. So, well, actually, I'll stop you oh. for a second there. Oh, hold your horses. Intermission. 
Well, I was also on a different podcast this week. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can hear me uh, talking about life, death, and of course, lots of video games. Uh, over on uh, Live La- Live Love Lagosi, uh, and our good friend James, who guested on the podcast when we talked yeah. about wrestling. It's his podcast. I went on there to talk about some of the deeper things in life. Yeah, I um, I need to listen to it, but is is he put it out yet? Yeah, you can listen to it on Spotify or all your favourite podcasting apps. Excellent. I'm literally going to subscribe to that in a minute. Nice, amazing. Yeah. I get to I get to hear you again. Yeah, don't and I don't me. have to, and I don't have to host either. So it's like yeah. or edit it. Great. Yeah, already it. So more of that, please. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Um, yeah, as you said, James obviously came on and did a and did an episode with us. I think it was like episode seventeen or something. An evening with the Dracula James Lugosi. It's wicked, yeah. and he's awesome and he's great at talking. Like, I mean, in, the, in a really good way. Do you know what I mean? He's, like he's a, a great really storyteller, good... isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wicked. So yeah, please check that out. Other than that. That will do us this time, unless you've got another podcast you want to plug. No, <laughs> no more announcements. <laughs> that you've been betraying me on. <laughs> no. Okay, wicked. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks as always, Con, for joining. Didn't fancy it. <laughs> fancy saying my pleasure that time. I was, I was thinking about my uh, goodbye <laughs> because I had one planned, and then I just thought of a better one, <laughs> but I wasn't sure if it worked. <laughs> So absolute right off, mate. <laughs> I was trying to think right of it in my head, and then I just realised you had asked me a question. <laughs> you know how this works, by now. I know, but I, I got, I distracted myself by thinking of a better goodbye than the one I already had. Well, here's your chance to redeem yourself, mate. Thank you for joining, Con. Uh, it's my pleasure, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you all in episode forty. <laughs> Out the door, dinosaur. Oh, God.